0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. All right, I've been sharing with you about victory the last three days, so I am moving on today. And so sometimes I do a buffer. When I have a like you know, I have a show that I'm gonna have follow with two shows in the same area. I try to do a standalone, and today is a standalone. And when I do standalones, many times they're out of the book of Psalms because I love Psalms. Uh, David, of course, was a man of the heart of God. As you well know, too, David was not a perfect man. David, like everybody in this world, sinned against God. But God forgave him. God blessed him. God provided for him. And he moved ahead. And the power of God led him. But boy, he had his struggles. He went through struggles. He went through running from Saul, trying to live. But God protected him. And I want to read one of these great Psalms of David, part of it, and talk about it a little bit. This Today is Psalms chapter 25. You're most of you are familiar with the 23rd Psalm. You know the 23rd Psalm? Hey, I, you know what? I'll, I'll uh, quote it for you real fast. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall know why. He makes me lie down in green great pasture. He leads me beside the still water. He restoreth my soul. He leads me in the path of the righteousness. For his name's sake, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they cover me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of thine enemies. I know it is my head with oil. My cup of breath over. Surely God's mercy shall so follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There you are. That's the twenty-third Psalm. Just in case you forgot, okay? Uh, so uh but uh I obviously you could you couldn't understand that I was just kind of being funny, but the tra- the truth of the matter is uh that's uh the twenty third Psalm and it is a very good psalm. So you read that in short and fast but i'm going to read the 25th psalm i'll read it slowly i kind of like what i used to substitute teach when the church was real small when i came here the church was really tiny and i substitute taught to help try to make a living and and i would do some fast reading like that and the people just the kids just loved it and they always mr doherty would you lead us read uh, do a fast reading for us and so it's kind of a fun thing but the 23rd psalm not irreverence it's a fabulous psalm that says great truth and maybe you got something out of that little fast reading but The 25th Psalm says this, In you, Lord, my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. I trust in you, and do not let me put to shame. Lord, let me not be put to shame. Uh, Just uh, trust in you all the time, always. I trust in you. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. And my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember remember me, for the Lord is good. And... Uh, As I think about that, I think about the goodness of God. I remember David recognized that all through the Psalms, all through the Psalms. He says, remember, Lord, remember, Lord, your great mercy and love. I'll never forget your great mercy and love. I know what you've done for me. I know how you've watched over me. Your ways are the right ways. And he he says, Lord, teach me your ways. Guide me in your truth. People, that's what we need to pray, that God would guide us in our truth. I want to be guided in God's truth. I know I'm far from a perfect man. I know I'm far from a perfect pastor. If you don't believe that, just ask my uh, people that I preach to. I mean, I am certainly as normal as normal as normal can be. But what I do is this. I love my Lord. I love my Savior, and though I'm not perfect, and though I don't always say the right things or have the right answers, I know that my God is with me, and I'm going to keep seeking him. And when I fall down, folks, I want to be like David. I want to get back up again. I want to get back up again. I don't want to lay there and moan and groan. I want to say, God, you can see me through. You already have. You know, he says, Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore I He instructs sinners in his ways. What does he do? He instructs sinners in his ways. Who has sinned? The Bible says in Romans, all have sinned. All have come short of the glory of God. He instructs all of us in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. Okay, now this is an interesting verse because it says he guides the humble in what is right and teaches them his way. How can he teach them this way? He says it right before that. He says he guides the humble. You have to be humble. If you think you have all the answers, if you think you know all there is about Christianity and that you are the godliest person that walked the planet, you're going to have a hard time being taught. Believe me, in my ministry, I've been around know-it-alls. I've been around people who think they have all the answers in all the right directions, but I can tell you, they struggle. They struggle because they have an arrogance. They have a spiritual pride that's about them. I'm telling you, we need to humble ourselves before Almighty God and let him teach us and show us his hand. For the sake of your name, Lord, forgive my iniquity. Though it is great, forgive my iniquity, though I have sinned. Who then are those who fear the Lord? He will instruct them the ways they should choose. See, he will, he will show them. If we're open, he will show them. That's why I think it's so important every day to spend time alone with God and ask him to instruct you. Ask him to show you. This morning in my prayer life, in, in early in the morning, I was praying. I said, God, show me your way. Show me your hand. Show me your direction. What is your direction for my life? Lord, I want to know. You know, I want God's will in my life. I may not even agree with the way he wants me to go. Or maybe he's saying, hey, I want you to move to Phoenix, Arizona and do this or that. I don't know, or to Alaska or who knows where, North Carolina. I'm just making these things up. But I don't know, but I know one thing. I want to be open to God's call on my life, wherever that is. I can tell you this. I'm very pleased that his call right now is in Boise, Idaho. I'm very pleased to be at Cloverdale Church of God and uh, and with two more weeks in my 31st year before I start 30, year 32. I'm very pleased to be at this radio station for about 11 years. I'm very pleased that God has opened up great doors for me. I'm very pleased that I can sit in and talk to Beth Schaefer, the owner of this radio station, and thank her and be a part of uh, her life and, and her be a part of my life because she's such a woman of God. I'm so thankful for my friends in the world that are making a difference. I'm so thankful for my friend uh, Sandy Jones, who is a publisher for Christian Living Magazine, which now is reaching 56,000 people uh, edition read this magazine. I'm so proud of their call. They want to make a difference in this world, and that's why... We need people out there that will support these things. I'm so glad that Christian Living has become nonprofit now and that businesses and and people can can support this ministry and they can be uh, be difference makers. You know, I'm so proud of the pastors in this Treasure Valley who stand up for the things of God and they want to see our valley press on and press forward. I'm so thankful for our Christian businessmen who are there and just want to make a difference in life. And for the fellowship of Christian athletes who are trying to reach kids for Jesus all the time, which you hear me talk about from time to time, I used to do the show on Saturdays. I don't any longer, but I still believe in what they're doing. I'm so thankful for the legislature. I'm so thankful for uh, people like Sage Dixon, who leads a a Bible study or prayer time every Thursday at the state house. I'm so thankful for people like him and those that come to pray and believe. I'm so thankful that people stand up for God. I'm so thankful for the many different churches and denominations out there that believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, and he died for their sins, and he rose again, and their people are being changed every day in these churches. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful to have a wife and a daughter and a son-in-law who love Jesus with all their heart and, and serve him and do the best they can to live for him and to encourage me. I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful for the staff that I have that are there behind me all the time and are always rooting me on, even though I'm an old man now. And you say, some of you say, everybody time I say that, I say, well, you're not old, but, well, I'm 63 and a half. I feel like I'm getting old. Well, anyway, I know David was thankful. I know I went into a thankful spill, but, hey, can we thank God enough? And that was, you know, kind of off. I'm not on script, actually. I've just got the Bible open in front of me, but I, I am thankful. The Lord confides in those who fear him. Fear is reverence him, those who reverence him and love him. He makes his covenant known to them. In other words, he shows them the way they should go. My eyes are ever on the Lord, for only he will release my feet from the snare. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Relieve the troubles of my heart and free me from my anguish. Look on my affliction and my distress and take away all. All my sins. I like that. David, he's asking again. He says, look at my afflictions. He look at my distress. Look at my frustrations. Look at all the things I'm dealing with. And then David says, and take away all my sins. And take away all my sins. I hope all of us pray that prayer. Lord, take away all my sins. And Lord, that I would not, you don't remember them anymore. That I could forget them too. That I wouldn't dwell on them. That I wouldn't continue to look at those scars and remember them. But but I can move ahead. Then he says, see how numerous are my enemies and how fiercely they hate me. Yeah, Yeah, he had some people that hated him. Probably all of us have people that dislike us. Probably all of us have people that are frustrated with us. You know, I'm certainly sure I have people frustrated with me. That's just kind of life at its best. You can't make everybody happy. Let me tell you, if you get frustrated because you can't make everybody happy, you'll never be happy. So just stop. And put your faith and trust in God. In the last three verses of chapter 25 of Psalms, it's a 22-verse chapter. It says, Guard my life and rescue me. Do not let me be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, because my God, my hope, my Lord is in you. Deliver Israel, O God, from all their troubles. Great prayer. Now I'm going to read, I'm not going to read to you. I'm going to quote you the the 23rd Psalm so you can understand it. And we're going to close with that. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of thine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700.